0: Welcome, everybody, to the Disney Challenge Podcast.
1: Salutations and hello. Yeah, we are on
0: episode four. This is the episode we have been looking forward to, and we're going to tell you why in just a second. But we want to let you know, for those of you brand new listening to us, the Disney Challenge Podcast is a news, reviews, opinions, and all things Disney and geeky podcast with a warped sense of humor, of Of course. Of course. I'm Dave. I'm Johanna. And welcome to our show. Hello, guys. So we are excited today A little tired.
1: Been looking forward to doing this podcast, though.
0: Not just the podcast, but the reason for the podcast, Mm -hmm. which is, of course, the brand new, just announced, well, not just announced, just done, Pixar Fest at... The Disneyland Resort. It's Disney not.
1: Disneyland?
0: <laughs> Disneyland? Did I say Disneyland? <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a new place. I just created <laughs> Disneyland Resort and uh, oh man, it is resort wide.
1: Oh, totally. There it's is so much fun. So
0: much fun. So much Pixar stuff. So much geeky stuff. We're even wearing our Pixar stuff today because we're so excited about mm-hmm. this. But uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the show. We are doing a new thing with this show. We're not kind of freeforming it like we have before. We have got some segments and of course we're going to get into our very very first segment of the day and that is disney news all right let's go into disney news johanna what is new happening around the world of disney
1: well coming soon to disneyland it's going to be mobile ordering service now this is going to be Fantastic
0: For food.
1: For food, for fu- yeah. I can't wait for Well, you know, this. when you go into the parks, half the time you're standing in these really long lines just to eat, and you would rather be able to stand in line and go on rides and catch the show. Or
0: they would rather you stand in line and merch and, you know, go buy stuff, but yeah.
1: So, I mean, Disneyland's really doing some fabulous things with their app now. So you can use the Disneyland app, and then what you do is at the quick service restaurant – you pick the restaurant, you order your food, you schedule what the pickup time you want to pick the food at, and then Disney, uh, the app is going to send you a notification when the food is ready, then all you have to do is walk up to the pickup window and you pick up your meal.
0: That is awesome. I mean, Disney has been going through a lot of changes, especially when in, in, the, in the realms of technology and what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the new Fast Passes, you get the little card, but those... Cardboard cards mean pieces nothing. of card. They're, they're nothing You're now. You're using the app. You have to use the app. And they and that, scan, the, the, yeah, scan your phone. Yeah. It's a little bit closer to getting the magic bands out here on the West Coast. We'll see if that ever happens, despite some people saying it never will. Um, well, but –
1: Let me also bring up the great thing about this is that you can pay on the app, and if you're an annual householder, you still get your discount. Oh,
0: that is amazing. I I mean, look, I'm all for technology and advancements, but this one is something that I – as soon as you told me about this, I was really looking forward to it because that's just – that's cool. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, let's just order our food. We know what we want to eat and simple. You pay. You're done. You just pick it up and – and sit down, and it keeps mm-hmm. you from standing in those long lines with people standing there going, oh, "I don't know what I want to eat today."
1: Now, this is still only they're starting this at the quick service restaurant, so I don't think it's going to work. You want a churro or a popcorn? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have my churro and popcorn brought to me while I'm sitting waiting for Fantasmic, please. That would be cool. Um, that is that is awesome. This is coming. This is going to be debuting sometime in the summer.
1: Uh, just it just says coming soon, so there's yeah. no date.
0: We'll keep our eyes on that and keep you guys posted, mm-hmm. and maybe post a little article on the Disney Challenge website. we
1: we'll see how it works. See if it is, you know, all that it cracks up to be.
0: Yeah. Of hey. course,
1: my concern is that um, cellular service. I know with our phone carrier, <laughs> Sprint. It's like 50-50. We can't even use LTE. We have to use 3G. So I'm hoping with the app it will be a little easier to use or Disney's just going to have to give Wi-Fi.
0: Eventually, they're just going to have to give in and do what Disney World does. Now, I've heard uh, that they don't want to do Wi-Fi because they'd be giving everybody on Harbor Boulevard free Wi-Fi. But you know what? At this point it's a small price to pay. You wanna use this app for everything. You gotta give Wi Fi in the park. It's mm-hmm. it's it's gonna happen eventually, my my opinion. But we'll see what happens just with cellular service. Enough people complain and there you go. Wi-Fi. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be expensive, though. That's that's something. I guess ticket prices are just going to have to go up again. Oh, yes, uh, yeah. Right. Well, in other Disney news, uh, we did find out uh, sometime between the last podcast and this one that the D23 dates for 2019 have been announced. That is going. They're moving it to August. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be August 23rd to 25th. I guess their little experiment of competing with uh, San, Diego. Co- San Diego Comic-Con, Comic-Con. Was, was not... So great! Uh, They tried last year. They put it the week before uh, Comic Con, I think. And I think a lot of people chose Comic Con. A lot of people did. I mean, well, believe me, D twenty three was crowded enough. But I think they wanted to do it for some of their celebrity guests, is so they didn't have to keep traveling back. But you know, what are you going to do? It's one week apart. It probably just didn't work for schedules either.
1: Do you want to explain to those who are listening who don't know what D23 Expo is? Well,
0: D23 started in 2009. Well, the D23 Expo started in 2009, shortly after they announced uh, D23. And it is, of course, the Disney official fan club. And, uh, it's, it's been, uh, we've been to almost every D23. We only missed one and they happen every two years in the summer. And it is just, it is Comic-Con for Disney. It is pretty much the best way to describe it.
1: I mean, the seminars are phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And the stuff that they announce and the, mm-hmm. and the sneak previews that they do. I
1: mean, it's movies, television, the theme parks. I yep. mean, it's everything. Disney. You get
0: to find out all the, all the gossip, all the rumors. And then of course there, there's giveaways, there's swag
1: and the guest appearances the, are amazing. The guest appearances.
0: We saw Johnny – well, I saw Johnny <laughs> as uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. One I of went
1: shopping. We won't talk about that one.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, D23 is kind of the place to be if you're a Disney fan. If you haven't been to a D23 Expo, uh, you know, they, they definitely have mixed reviews. And in, in fact, we're, we're, we're debating on whether or not we're going to go to the next one. The
1: crowd control still can be a little improved. It's it, crazy. Yeah. And I heard some things at the last Expo regarding one of the panels just became madness. Yeah,
0: it's it's. In Insanity, but it's Disney Insanity. It's fun. Some of us like it. It is definitely fun. It's a a weekend. i say
1: at least do it once.
0: For sure. For sure. All right. Well, that is Disney News, and we are going to move on to our next topic, and that is something brand new that we're debuting this week, and it is called... What's trending? It's not so bad being trendy. Everyone who looks like me is my friend. Of course, nobody knows what is trending more than my beautiful co-host, Johanna. (laughs) She keeps up on all things trending at Disney. So, Johanna, tell us, what is trending at Disney right now?
1: Well, right now, it's all about popcorn buckets. And (laughs) the Solely Popcorn Bucket is pretty much selling out every day in the parks, if they even have it that day.
0: Yep. Uh, for, I
1: think
0: they were it is. $20. They're
1: $20. And of course, you get the popcorn. Eh,
0: you know, popcorn. Oh, there's Dino Cat. It, <laughs>
1: it, all, it only Hello. took
0: seven minutes for him to start meowing.
1: Right. But they're, I mean, they're really, really cool. And then you get to walk around. It has a lanyard, so it's for easy carrying. And in addition to Monster Think popcorn buckets, they have the Mike Wazowski Cypher Cup. Mike Wazowski! Yes, and they're obviously a little smaller because that would be a lot of soda. <laughs> it does include your beverage. And the cool thing about these two items is that they connect together. Yes,
0: Mike and Sully back together again in plastic form.
1: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> in addition thing. to, I mean, they love Monster thing stuff. There is this little green men tumbler that has a little green men, uh, alien sitting at the bottom. It has the claw coming from the top. So yes. the claw. The claw. And then it has this little green light that you can change the mode. So you have this holy claw coming down. <laughs> now that one there does not come with the beverage. You find that in a couple of the shops. And we looked around. We found it at the Emporium. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Trader?
0: Um, I don't remember if I saw it at Star Trader or not. I know they had it over at Knickknacks. Uh, in DCA, but, uh, it was, it, it was, it was at a couple, I, I saw it in multiple places, but not as many as like the Mike Wazowski sipper cup. Mm-hmm. That's at Pretty much any, um, uh, any, uh, uh, what is it? Cafeteria style? <laughs>
1: The store, and they're not putting it in the cafeteria. No, no,
0: either. no, no, no. The Mike Wazowski sipper cups. So the, that's pretty much anywhere you can buy a fountain drink. You can yes. get that. But the uh, but but the tumblers, the little Green Men tumblers, were sold in. The they're stores.
1: very similar to the Beauty and the Beast rose tumbler. If you yeah. manage to get your hands on one of those, it yeah, looks exactly. it's the same concept.
0: And that was what's trending a couple months ago, and now those are everywhere. So.
1: Exactly. Um, branching away from Pixar, uh, before it was the rose gold ears and spirit jersey, and so Disney, of course, wanted to capital- capitalize. On that, and now they have what they call Millennium Pink Minnie Mouse ears and spirit jerseys. Which is – Baby pink.
0: You know, for guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like rose gold, Millennium Pink, same thing.
1: Pretty much. It's a baby pink, and the ears are sequined, including the bow. And it's the same spirit jersey, just in pink. And I got to be honest, I thought I mean, everybody was talking about this for a while. It sold out for a little bit, but then Pixar Fest came around. Yeah. And nobody gives a dang about the Millennium Pink. However, in Florida, because they're not doing Pixar, it's going crazy there. And in fact, it's so crazy that they now have Millennium Pink food and a lot of it. Pink oh, so- Pink food. Yeah, because that sounds so edible. Really? Well, you <laughs> know. Well, it's better than blue.
0: Yeah, I guess blue food. We talked about that later. Uh, but uh, yeah, so okay. So, so Millennium Pink is, is still really popular in mm-hmm. Florida. All right, that's yeah, cool to the know. The rose
1: gold, I think, still between the two in California, the rose gold, year, you're seeing more – more often around the park when you walk around.
0: Yeah, and they they've been around a little bit longer, so mm-hmm. more people have them. And more. I think the people who bought the rose gold ears or went through the craze of that are like, I'm not going through this again. <laughs> For millennium pink, it's the same color,
1: very <laughs> much. Coming soon. This coming soon. What's coming trending? Soon. Johanna's
0: making a prediction right now. This yeah. is what's going to trend.
1: All right, like always, AP popcorn buckets sell like hotcakes. Yes, and cause, you know it's a great deal that after you buy the bucket. You can get refills for a dollar, and so in 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 celebration of the Pixar fest, it's the little green men popcorn bucket.
0: Ooh.
1: Once again, (laughs) Um, they don't come out till April 24th. And if you do want one, I recommend you get there early. Oh
0: man. Those AP popcorn buckets sell out fast. mm -hmm. I mean, that was worse than the Sully popcorn bucket.
1: (laughs) This one, and they're probably going to run out and not have much in stock. Yeah. Now you can buy the popcorn bucket from April 24th through May 24th. So we're talking one month,
0: one month, and then you get the rest of the summer.
1: Well, you get from April 24th through June 21st. Okay. You can get $1 refill for so the rest of the spring. Yes. And they are checking to see if you have an annual pass, so you can't really cheat and just try to convince them oh, I'm an annual pass holder. They're going to check yeah. you. Don't, when you buy don't, the bop, you buy the bucket. Don't buy
0: an AP to buy one for
1: you. And um when you buy the popcorn refill, they are going to check each time. I can already guarantee you're going to see this on eBay.
0: Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, Selling yeah.
1: for way too much money.
0: $100 or more.
1: Yes, but it, I mean I've seen pictures of it. It's cute. Yeah? It's very, very cute, and if I was really more into popcorn buckets, I probably try to get one myself. I we just don't have room.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I mean, to to me, a popcorn bucket is something that's like, well, uh, yeah, it is. It's it's cute, it's fun, but I, you know, popcorn. I'd rather just eat it, and when I'm done with it, I can just throw it out. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, a little disposable. But there way.
1: are definitely diehard popcorn bucket fans, and oh, especially yeah. AP ones.
0: Well, hey, I kind of dug that little ad at. Popcorn bucket because I saw people cute. like putting leashes on it and mm-hmm. posing it, and you know, you haven't been able to do that since the toy came out in the, in the, in the early 80s You're or just late establishing 70s. Establishing how old you are. Yes, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that is what's trending with Johanna, and now it is time to get into our main topic today, and that is our review
1: of Pixar. Oh definitely So
0: I heard about Pixar Fest From uh, an article I got From uh, whether it was Disney blogs Disney park blogs Something I just saw something Pixar Fest And what actually The very first thing That I saw Was something That they were going to Be debuting During the fireworks show Which was The house from up
1: With the balloon Was
0: going to be Flying over the castle
1: It pretty much takes place At the Tinkerbell That flies around Yeah And that
0: absolutely Captured my imagination I said that is cool And then I read A little bit more into it And you know look Disney loves to do these things, especially around this time of year, that's they've got a lot of construction going on. You know, with everything they, they just put down the walls for Main Street, and uh, but they're still working on on Star Wars Galaxy Edge. So they need something in the springtime. It's just after uh, just after their big rush from spring break. So now they need something to kind of keep the park attendance up, and they bring in Pixar Fest.
1: Now, just to clarify, Pixar Fest is not. Pixar Pier, which is going to have the new Incredicoaster and all the renovations there. This is pretty much a pre-show.
0: It's kind of like appreciation of something that is coming en masse
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: maybe maybe testing the water to see – just how relevant is Pixar still? Which, obviously, by the look of this, very.
1: Now, I was not disappointed that you couldn't get into Pixar Pier. Pixar Fest, they have definitely put a lot of effort. It's fun.
0: Yes. And it's, yeah. it, for, for one of the first times I've ever seen it, this is not just a Disneyland or Disney California adventure like Food and Wine. This is resort-wide, starting mm-hmm. at Downtown Disney, mm-hmm. um, from what you told me, because I didn't even know this because we didn't go into Downtown Disney, but they've got Pixar-themed topiaries.
1: Oh, it sounds great. It's really awesome that they're not expecting that you have to be a ticket holder to enjoy Pixar Fest. Yeah. If you've just gone to Downtown Disney, you can kind of... Be in the spirit of celebrating.
0: Sure, and I'm sure they've got food items down there, and we're going to be talking a lot about the food items. But just as far as the decor goes, as soon as you get into the esplanade, it's just covered in banners, and they did this cool promotion, and I've been seeing it on the on Facebook and the websites and everywhere where they're taking each Pixar. Film and they're kind of making like a like a split screen.
1: Well, it's a celebration of friendship.
0: Yeah, yes. and 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 it really it made me realize. As I said, as we're walking from one park to another, I said, "Boy, it just really shows how every single Pixar film is essentially a buddy film."
1: Mm-hmm. When you're walking in the Esplanade, you see like these banners, and in the banners, um, it's a different. I guess Pixar buddy. Yeah, yeah. Ones of course, and Buzz Sully. and Woody. Buzz um, and Woody, and then they, I think they had uh, Dory and Nemo, or Dory and. Marlin. <laughs>
0: Dorian Marlon. <laughs> yes. So
1: those are just really cool to see. Um, and then, of course, like I said, the big banners and sign just walking into the main gates.
0: Yep. Disneyland and California Adventure both have a big Pixar Fest uh, sign mm-hmm. up on top featuring, of course, the Pixar Ball.
1: Oh, Luxo that, Jr. My <laughs> favorite. Well,
0: Luxo Jr. is the lamp with the Pixar Ball. Oh, the we, ball. Yeah, yes, we, you're right. It needs a name. It really does other than the Pixar Ball.
1: And then when you're walking down Main Street, of course, it's decorated with the, you know, the popular red, blue, and yellow Pixar color. It's really bright. It's really colorful. And it's, and I do believe if I remember on main street, they're playing Pixar music.
0: They are. And they also had a little band. They had a little uh, jazz band. As soon as we walked in, like right there by the topiary playing, uh, you've got a friend in me and uh, Monsters Inc. and that, and that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's, it's cool. It's just everywhere you go, there's Pixar music, there's Pixar colors. And of course there is just Pixar everything. In fact, they've gone so far as to change a couple of the areas, uh, so let's talk about some of the changes that they've done.
1: Well, I think the big one that everyone's been talking about is the Alien Pizza Planet. Yes. Which took over, I believe... Red
0: Rocket's Pizza Port.
1: Which was in Tomorrowland. In
0: Tomorrowland is now Alien Pizza Planet.
1: The little green men have taken over. <laughs> exactly.
0: There's a little bit of controversy around this one because people thought going into it that they were going to change it into Pizza Planet from the Toy Story and, of course, most of the Pixar movies, the little pizza planet is there. But primarily Toy Stories. They thought they were going to fully change it into a pizza planet. It's really just an alien invasion takeover. overlay. It's a takeover. There's a drapery over uh, Red Rocket's Pizza Port sign. And then
1: they have little green men. Like, they look like they're holding it. They look like they're, they're it. holding it, yeah. And then what's really cool is when you cute. go inside – uh, the posters now are pretty much a mashup between the little green men and food. Yes. Like my favorite one, of course, it was, it was the aliens and it was bacon and B A K K O N, and like little sea plants growing up instead of it being. It looked green, like a
0: kelp forest that they yeah. were down there it diving for. It was bacon for. strips, <laughs> of course. And you so like I'm like,
1: that. oh, this was mine. I, I love it. it. <laughs> and I saw one that had to do with olives. I saw one that had to do with garlic. So even if you don't eat there. I recommend you just walk in. Just and walk in, and check it
0: out. To, to, the, yeah, they didn't change a lot behind the scenes, but uh, all of the posters and, and and that kind of stuff it's it's changed a little bit enough to make it worth at least a a, a passing glance. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, over at uh, California Adventure, they kind of had a big change over there, although not as significant. As Red Rockets Pizza Port changing into this, it was just really the whole back garden grill area. They kind of took that entire area and made it. And and I, I'd be honest, I forgot if it had a specific name. You got me. We just kind of called it, it. It was just. It was just the Pixar Fest. Area, and this is where if you're an annual pass holder, they had a very specific AP uh, you know, area, which they always do whenever they do these things. Mm-hmm. They're giving away decals. And
1: those decals change every two weeks. Every so two talk about an incentive back, back, as an AP to all keep going the way back. To September
0: 3rd, you keep going back all summer long. Mm-hmm. And um, then they have
1: that. The photo area. The photo
0: area where they had some the props ball. and stuff. The
1: background, I believe, was it the Pixar ball? Yeah,
0: it was the Pixar ball. And with they had the fun AP. little
1: signage you can hold.
0: Yeah, they have a little charging station. They have uh, – didn't, they didn't give away buttons this time. They usually no, do. No,
1: but there was that really cute thing where you could write a message to somebody in need who just needs that little bit of love. Yeah. And I thought that was cute.
0: Share the love, spread the love. And, and then, then there's
1: the meet and greet. Yes. Mm-hmm. We
0: saw Doug and... Um,
1: I can never remember that <laughs> Doug kid's Doug and Russell. Name. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Doug and Russell. It's like my
0: third or fourth favorite Pixar film. Doug and Russell, uh, we, we saw them there. They were bringing out all the Pixar characters. And I'm
1: sure that keeps changing. Yeah, it probably changes every 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You stand
0: in line, you think you're going to get a picture with Woody and Buzz, and then it changes up to, you know, uh, somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, th- so they had that. They had, of course, uh, a little... Um, uh, take your picture with the with, with um, some of the... It was, it was Coco. Uh, basically, they had Miguel and Dante, and we kind of blocked out Miguel and took a picture of you and I trying to imitate Dante the best way
1: possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you happen to go on our Facebook page, the Disney Challenge, we posted it there, and it, it was our... One of our finer moments. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you look goofy with our tongues I out. I think
1: it interprets us really well in terms of <laughs> what we're sure. like. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. So kind of that entire area. There was a band that was playing on the main stage and we just caught like the last half of their last song.
1: Oh, man. But Johanna was oh, like, my oh, I wish we
0: Instagram storied this because it was so cool. They were this really high-energy jazz band uh, w- w- with this... I mean, the, the the girl who was playing the, 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 the mamba was... Or, or the marimba was... And she just had all this percussion stuff around her. I
1: think I saw a xylophone <laughs> and then she was playing the kazoo at the same time. I mean, she just kept turning. And all
0: these cymbals and, and oh. the gong and she was going nuts and then they all they all were singing and it was, that was was crazy this band I, I really want to go back and just watch them perform mm-hmm. and they were
1: playing pixar music yeah yeah just to go with the spirit of things so i would totally go back just to watch this band yeah that, yeah. that was
0: that was really cool you can sit there you can grab a bite to eat and just hang out and there, there's all kinds of stuff going on so mm-hmm. it is kind of the place to be there's also one other small um uh, uh area which was over by cars land mm-hmm. and uh, the typical entrance to cars land with there were the two was, cars. There were two cars out there, mm-hmm. like the is, but this time they were dressed up as Buzz and Woody.
1: Oh, that was so cute! <laughs>
0: the cars are dressed up.
1: We normally don't do these photo ops because the lines are long. Like, oh, it's for kids, but with this one, we're like, let's get in line. Right, we got
0: to get this one. And they, how many? They took a bunch. They took. What do you say? They 16. took like sixteen photos. It's like what the heck? Like, wow, that was that was kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, a- along with that, right across from there, actually, I forgot to mention the Blue Sky Seller was showing a sneak preview. Of Pixar Pier and what that's going to look like. So Mm -hmm. if you... Excuse me. If you get a chance to go over to Pixar or go over to the Blue Sky Cellar, you can get a really good idea of what they're what they're doing. They showed a lot of stuff of the Incredicoaster. Some of the
1: food places they're opening up there with Senor butt Light, your churros,
0: Senor Buzz.
1: And wasn't there something with uh, angry <laughs> Angry from the- Dogs? It was it was uh, <laughs> it was
0: anger from Inside Out, and he's going to have a. I can only hope they sell really really spicy hot dogs there. <laughs> right. That would be awesome. So yeah, we're actually getting really excited for for Pixar Pier to open. It looks like it's really cool. Even the animals on the car. Carousel, you were going. I want to ride a flamingo.
1: <laughs> well, I think you wanted the ride. What the animal you saw that you're like? I need that.
0: I don't even remember. I just there was yeah. There, there was so much, so much cool stuff to take in. So we stopped and did that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Blue Sky Cellar when they open it and they're, they're they're showing you know concept drawings and all that stuff. It's a cool little place to go to. So that's kind of like all the all the overlay stuff. Now, there's still a lot of construction going on at Downtown Disney with Pixar Pier. So um, Downtown
1: I, at, Disney? Did I say Downtown Disney? Disney <laughs> California Adventure. Wow.
0: Um, Disney California Adventure has got a lot of construction. Uh, they, uh, I think the Cove Bar is open right now. It is
1: open, but I think I heard through the grapevine that they will be closing it again. They are
0: going to close it again because and we saw the pictures in, in the Blue Sky Cellar of what it's going to look like. And I got to tell you. It's going to be even cooler than what the Cove Bar is now. You I know the that's line popular.
1: Not long enough already. You know,
0: yeah, exactly. Hopefully, they'll put it. in. They indoor.
1: need a fast pass <laughs> for the
0: Cove Bar. Just you know what? They, you know what? They need to do is take Ariel's Grotto and just make it a line for Cove Bar. <laughs> right. That would be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, but there's there's uh, it's it's the Toy Story is still open.
1: Yes, it is. And
0: so you can make your way down across the bridge and all that, and you can kind of get well, through all the construction. If
1: you decide to go now during construction. Uh, Paradise Pier is pretty much cut in half. You cannot go through the whole thing one way. Yeah. You go through the pier. One side, to go on Toy Story Mania, the Coke bar. And then on the other side is where, um, when you walk through, is where you can go to all the Pixar, the AP Corner.
0: Yeah. You can pretty much get up to and Silly that, and, Symphony Swings and then it mm-hmm. cuts off there.
1: So, I mean, pretty much all that, all the um, the fun games, I forgot what you call them, the Midway Games. The Midway Games. Are gone. No, they're, they're out. And that one giant store that was there, it's gone. Yeah. So. Or at
0: least it will be converted to something else very Exciting, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. So what else was there to do at, at Pixar Fest? There was one thing that we missed. What? what yeah, I said at Pixar Fest. You give me that weird look.
1: It was the parade.
0: The parade. It was a Pixar Play Parade, and this has been going on for years mm-hmm. at California Adventure. To make it different, they moved it to. Disneyland, yes, uh, because there's just not enough room for a parade at Disney California Adventure right now, and uh, they added something to the Pixar Play Parade. We didn't see it, but we did well, read about it.
1: They added two things, I believe. Now the first float that comes out, it's Luxor Junior.
0: Ah, yeah, I love lamp.
1: I love lamp, and so <laughs> that would have been really cool to see. But the other addition they added was an incredible float. Yeah, and that one looks. I mean, you can go online and you can pretty much watch the whole parade on YouTube. Yep. So at least if you can get a glimpse. You don't have to wait an hour. Yeah. At least you can get a glimpse of what this parade looks or what the float looks like. That's really cool. Now, if you do want to see it live and you don't want to wait forever, they do offer parade and dining packages. I believe it's over at Plaza Inn where you can get a picnic lunch. Yes. And then you get to go in the reserved seating to watch Reserve the parade. Reserve
0: seating for parades. I mean, it's if you know, if you're going to see a parade. We're not big parade people, but we have seen we have done dining packages and seen the parade and it is kind of a cool way to go where you don't have to wait, you know, camp out for 6 hours and and if
1: you're going to eat anyways, yeah,
0: you might as well pay a little bit more and get some get something else for it. Mall about that, we did see uh, them setting up for the fireworks a bunch of uh, chairs and, and reserve section. I went over and asked the I asked the, the the plaid who was setting it up. I said, what you know how, how do you get involved with this and they pretty much told me it 's like uh, if you do a vip tour club thirty three <laughs> club thirty three or all the other stuff that we 're not going to get into so well
1: that 's a good segue into the fireworks, which we did catch yes,
0: we did catch the fireworks. that was the first thing I saw when I looked online. And uh, you know what? The fireworks did not disappoint.
1: Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. Now no,
0: people have been saying it's not as good as the holiday fireworks. Believe in holiday magic. That, of course, is my all-time favorite Disney. It's hard fireworks to be Snow show.
1: on Main Street. It really is, yeah. and
0: and that and that those songs. But you know what? This was a good show. It was fun, and it's not just. It really, actually, isn't about the fireworks. The fireworks are secondary.
1: It's the projections on Main Street. I was so distracted by the projections. <laughs> I think I caught. Maybe thirty seconds total of fireworks at the actual fireworks, yeah. but they just kept looking side to side at all the really cool images that kept popping up. We
0: took up our, our our typical spot. Now, now we're not the kind who like to camp out for fireworks. So what we'll do every time is we will walk down about fifteen twenty minutes, maybe thirty before fireworks are about to start. We get about halfway down Main Street, and we're able to kind of swoop our way in into one of the enclosed areas. And there's usually plenty of room and plenty of standing area. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give us the best view. You need to move over to the right side of the street facing the castle so you kind of get that tree is not in your way blocking the fireworks, but... Unfortunately, you couldn't see the castle from where you were.
1: I had to finally ask you, like, are there projections on the castle?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the life of a short person. <laughs> right. Uh, they were playing all the projections on the castle as well as on the sides. Sometimes they would show something on the castle and it would be on one side of Main Street and something different would be on the other. Or they would show something on Main Street that was leading up to the projection on the castle Uh, and that was, that was just kind of what's going on. We're not going to,
1: Speaking of the castle, (laughs) I'm not going to give it away. I was going to say, we're not
0: going to spoil it, but. But
1: Disney loves to, in their shows now, like World of Color, for example, with the Lion King scene, which I cannot watch. (laughs) I have to turn around, plug my ears, uh, with the fireworks, there was, I saw on the projections on Main Street, something they went, oh no. Are they showing what I think they're showing yeah, on they the were. castle and they were I will say I give you a clue is from Toy Story Three.
0: Yes, they're going to tug at your heartstrings like they always do at every show. But sure enough, it, it was it was just fantastic. A couple surprises that popped up. Um, we were uh, we were posting some uh, Insta stories last night, so those are only up for like twenty four hours. They're probably still up if you want to see them. I posted a few videos from the from the fireworks, and it was kind of cool to to, to see that. Now they're doing something different for this fireworks show, though. In addition to the castle and Main Street, and they've been doing this for a while, they also have the run uh, between Fantasyland up to... uh up to it's a small world and they do all the projections on small world. That's not different. What's different about this one, from my understanding, I, we didn't see it, but they also do the projections on Rivers of America, mm-hmm. a la Fantasmic, on some of the uh, buildings and water screens that they have over there. So now there's actually three viewing areas to watch the fireworks. That's cool because that's going to alleviate some congestion. And, of course, if you go multiple times over the summer, you can have three completely different uh, – Kind of different shows. I, yeah. I think that's neat.
1: I definitely want to check out the fireworks again in different locations because, yeah. like, we were this time around kind of in the beginning of Main Street. And so I had to keep turning my head to catch the projection. I think next time I want to be at least halfway to possibly the end of Main Street, closer to the gates. So I can kind of see that in action, yeah, and definitely see it at Rivers of America, just, yeah, yes. for
0: sure. And and I, I'd actually even like to go one more time and see it uh, over by It's a Small World, just mm-hmm. to see how they do some of the some of the cool s- surprise stuff that they had popping up around. It'd be interesting to see where they put that. So now that you kind of know, you get a different area. Um, of course, there was the Up House that did make its way over, and I was so happy to see that. That was in cool. addition
1: in the beginning. It was Buzz Lightyear. It was Buzz Lightyear it was, it was kind was the first of one tiny, to go. so <laughs> yeah. we had to look at. For a little bit, and go. What is that? But I that- see
0: something floating. It's like, oh, it's Buzz. Well, I heard oh. the
1: music playing overhead and said, "Aha, that's Buzz Lightyear." Yep. So that was cool.
0: That was really cool. Yeah. So they're definitely taking advantage of that wire they got going on, <laughs> right? And and, and and you know now they can go both up and down the wire. Mm-hmm. That's that's even cooler. So there it is. Uh, the the fireworks. Uh, that was of course one of the last. Well, one of the last things we did. Not quite the last. But uh, let's talk about. Let Let's switch gears for a second. And of course, what a lot of people love about. Any special thing they do is the merchandise.
1: Well, of course, Disney wants you to buy and take home stuff. <laughs> and I had the honor or the pleasure of being able to see a lot of it online. So I kind of already went in with a shopping list of what I wanted to at least see. Yes. Yeah.
0: You, yeah, you, you were talking a whole lot about, oh, they've got this, they've got this. And and it was interesting because we started off the day and we saw, uh, for example, the the Mike Wazowski zipper uh, cups. Yes, we, like the first place we went into, we saw them there. I was like, oh, cool! They got these. Neat. All right, that's that's cool.
1: Oh, well, same thing with the pop, the Sully popcorn buckets. Sully
0: popcorn buckets took us a little bit longer because yes. we had to we had to jump a couple of times. But um, when we finally started looking around, we're like. Okay, I don't really see a whole lot of merchandise.
1: Yeah, I was like, wait, I've seen all this stuff online. Like, where is it where all is at? It? Yeah, yeah
0: we, we finally found the alien um, tumblers over at the Emporium. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple things there. And at some of the stores, they had some of the Pixar Fest stuff. But I'll be honest, I was really disappointed because I was like, it's just really kind of generic. It was just like a couple of shirts that, by the way, we're, we got the cat meowing again. <laughs> Take a drink if you're playing at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Challenge podcast drinking game. Take a drink every time Loki starts yelling. Um, anyway, so th- they had, uh, you know, here and there you've got merchandise, but I was really, I was like, wow, this is like, if this is all they've got, I'm disappointed at Disney because it was just like they had a bag.
1: Now I had a feeling, I'm like, all right, I'm about to make a bed here. It's overall at California Adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: so we ventured over to California adventure. We had a couple things we wanted to do. We wanted of course to go ride Heimlich's choo-choo train
1: one last, one time. last
0: time before they take it out for, uh, for the, uh, uh Avengers land or whatever they're going to call Super- that. I
1: think they're calling it Superhero
0: superhero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, if you, if you didn't know, uh, you can hear all about this on episode two, we did a kind of big announcement on what's going to be happening with, uh, bugs a land. bugs land going mm-hmm. away and Avengers superhero land coming in. But, uh, we, did that and we were checking out some of the stuff and we were going back and forth we were going up Buena Vista Street and then somebody told us oh all the merchandise is on Buena Vista Street on the other side so we went to the other side it's like no they had some of the annual pass holder stuff over there we finally just like okay where is this one place and we found out it's it's a store called knickknacks mm-hmm. and knickknacks was on the it's, pier leading into paradise
1: it's pretty much across from Pixar. Cobar. bar
0: it's right across from Cobar
1: and once you exactly. go in you're like oh this is the magical place of merchandise <laughs> and, yes
0: and this was and and this was all of a sudden everything you could possibly imagine in fact what I, what i really dug about it was how the store was organized mm-hmm. it was organized by movie yes and so you had your inside out stuff you had monster your Inc. monster thing Inc., up toy story it they was even had a little there. bit of
1: wall- like my favorite thing with wall- was the his and her wall- and eva sweaters that was cute that was very good they had a lot of his and her stuff like i think was it like he can wear it. she's my incredible hero while <laughs> she can wear it. he's my incredible hero yep. if you, so if you're really into that couple stuff
0: it's you're all covered. there it's yeah. all there. And then, of course, they had all the annual pass holder stuff that you can buy there. So there's a lot of really cool stuff, a lot of T-shirts, a lot of clothing, but just, like, a lot of artwork. Yeah. Um, they, they just it, – it, they really did a good job. And this was something that – and now it's not just all exclusively Pixar Pier stuff. They kind of brought in a little smattering of all of the Pixar merchandise they have throughout the park and, and, and the World of Disney store. But there was a lot of stuff that was brand new that they brought out just for this. So it's all kind of in one place. So
1: definitely recommend if you want to go shopping, head over to DCA and go to Knick Knacks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And you're going to find just about everything you want. And that actually leads us into a brand new <laughs> segment. <laughs> Whenever we go to Disneyland or uh, a convention or anything, there is what would Johanna rather have than money. <laughs> Because <laughs> Johanna will not escape a uh, specially themed area without spending a few bucks. So, Johanna, oh. what would you rather have than money this week?
1: It really didn't help that I'd already been looking at everything. So the excitement was building up, just <laughs> riding in here. And by the time we found this store, because we were running back and forth trying to find this knickknack store, where's all the Pixar merchandise? By the time we got there, I was like, I need to buy something. <laughs> I, I've been looking for this for so long. So the thing I bought that I did see online was a Up-inspired grape soda pin uh, shirt. It has purple sleeves and then it, a big grape soda down, pin <laughs> uh, in the middle of the shirt. So freaking adorable. It's very comfortable. Yep. So I had to have that. And then actually at some of the quick service places, they were selling a Luxor Junior and Ball straw. Like it's a plastic straw with a little loop on it. A little
0: crazy straw.
1: I'm going to use it for my coffee.
0: Yeah, so
1: cute. It's tall. It's very, very tall. And so, of course, I had Luxo Jr., which I think is my favorite Pixar character. Probably. Which has not been yeah. in anything, I think, actually in the movies or the shorts. Just so that's short. pretty funny. They, they,
0: they, he was in a short.
1: So as soon as I saw that straw, I just happened to be passing by one of the quick service restaurants. I just jumped in line. Yeah. Like, Done. And then you bought something, too, though.
0: I did. And I can't believe it because I usually don't go for the annual passholder stuff just because, you know, they're, they're, there's kind of that stigma about being a passholder. Johanna and I love to say that we're like the anti-passholder <laughs> passholders because we're not, you know, we try not to be entitled. We try to compliment, uh, you know, the cast members and we don't give them a hard time just because we own the park, you know, <laughs> that a lot of people think. I
1: paid a lot of money Yeah, to Exactly. Come here. Exactly.
0: Everybody pays a lot of money. Trust me. If you're a passholder, you're saving money. So right. don't complain. Um, but they have a shirt that i really dug it was this a uh, uh, gray soft vintagey shirt that has all the different pixar characters on it but and they're
1: very like cartoony yeah very and, cartoony and they almost look like um just staring at your shirt right now because you're wearing it <laughs>
0: we're geeking out for they're the podcast almost like
1: little like those russian dolls the kind one... of a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just to give you an idea what it kind of looks like um they don't have mouths
0: a Except couple for, of them do. No, yeah, little little tiny mouse. Oh, very, very, yeah. I can't
1: see it from here. It's a very cute shirt. Let's it play does say, Dave's shirt, <laughs> and it does say the word pass holder on there, so you can walk around and go, haha, am yeah.
0: cool. I got a pass holder shirt, and you know, but it, but it was cool. It was definitely my favorite thing. There was a couple other things I was debating over, but this one won. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy too much cause, but it was funny. Right, right before we said, uh, you know, we don't really own anything, Pixar. I think I had a mind, mind, mind shirt.
1: Yeah, we. That. We love the theme up when we go to the parks and wear Disney stuff. But yeah. when it came time to Pixar, we both looked at each other and went, I got nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we didn't really have anything, but I, of course, had a foodie shirt.
1: <laughs> and
0: uh, that is going to lead us into our – well, you love the segue that I'm doing there. <laughs> That's going to lead us into a section of our podcast, and it's going to be primarily Pixar Fest theme. That's why we're saving it for here. But it's a section we call Eat It.
1: Just eat it. Eat it. Just eat it. Oh. Bye. Okay love food
0: things. <laughs> we really do. And I mean, our very first podcast, the opening podcast we did was eating our way through the Food and Wine Festival. That was just a great topic. And we kind of loved the, the, what we had set up for that. And just just to give you guys a little insight, and Johanna and I, a couple of years ago, Johanna and I had a concept that we were going to do for a YouTube channel, actually, called Eat It. And it was going to be food reviews. And, you know, we've just ever, since then, we decided, hey, let's just take that concept and roll it over, make it a segment on our show. And whether it's a every week section or every podcast section or just every time we go to the park we're going to talk about the great food that you can eat over there and uh, people always ask us like how do you guys do it how do you guys eat your way through Pain. the
1: park oh, my a little goodness. painfully
0: but a lot of sharing
1: a lot of sharing and by doing this segment it forces us to try things we would normally never pay for or kinda try like oomph. <laughs> like oomph at the food and wine festival or the popcorn lemonade drink oh.
0: uh, which I still kind of like <laughs> so so uh here we go this is our this is our section on eat it what we're gonna do is we're gonna discuss uh, we went and tried a bunch of different Pixar food and by the way, this has got to be other than like the food and wine festival specifically I have never seen Disney go all out on food. They brought – I mean almost every quick service, almost every sit-down restaurant had something.
1: Pixar Fest. That was
0: Pixar Fest and Fire, And that was just cool because it was like it's the entire resort wide. Everywhere you go, you look for the little sign. What do they have here?
1: Now, that's funny because once we go through this, you can be like, oh my gosh, they've eaten everything there. We just maybe we did. We barely scratched the surface. Scratched the surface. There is so much more. So yeah. if what we described, you're like, I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't touch that. I recommend looking online at the Pixar food. This is my tip. Research ahead of time and kind of have a mental list in your head of what you want to try. Because if you're just browsing... If you're just browsing and then you just see something, you're going to be too stuffed to even try half the stuff. But at yeah. least if you have a mental list in your head, you know where to go.
0: Yes, for sure. And and there was what was really nice about it is there was a great variety between sweet and savory, mm-hmm. and you know, snacky foods and drinks.
1: Lots of drinks, a lot of different slushies. Yeah, I a saw. Lot of, yeah,
0: slushies and, and whatnot. But it was just, so it it just it was a very well thought out and well rounded. Uh, plan. Now, there were, like we said, there, there's food all over the place, and every um, every eatery, there goes Loki. Again. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> He's getting louder. Uh, every eatery has a sign that will tell you what they're selling that is Pixar Fest inspired.
1: Now, what was cool is with the exception of those solely popcorn buckets, every place we went to, n- they never ran out of food. Yeah. They know that this is going to be a hot, popular thing to do there. So I was very pleased and happy with that. Yeah,
0: I was kind of waiting. And and you know what was else was cool is that, is that the lines weren't out of control either.
1: Well, I think we got lucky. We didn't go on the weekend.
0: We did go on a Wednesday. So yep. that was nice. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, – it, it was overall – was I mean I, th- this is like – you know we talk about just great days at Disney and sometimes you just get that perfect day where everything goes your way. This was kind of one of those. I mean mm-hmm. it just – it worked out so well. We got to eat all the food we wanted. There was one other thing that I really want to try but we'll just do that next time. Could not possibly force it
1: down. <laughs> no. By the end of the night, we're like we can't handle this. I think the last two food items we ate, we kind of forced.
0: Yeah. We, we kind of forced it. But uh, hey, it was worth it in the end. We got a great section for for you. So here we go with eat it. Now, what we like to do is we like to, of course, rate the food. We like to pretend that we're food critics here, even though we'll eat pretty much anything you put in front of us. Uh, we do this on our on our same point system. For those of you who play the Disney challenge, uh, it is on a one to five scale. We do one being the worst five being the best. But of course, with Disney challenge, there is that elusive every once in a while you get that magical six. Mm-hmm. And uh, did anything reach that magical number this week? Well, listen in and find out. All right, so what was the very first thing we ate, Johanna?
1: Well, you can find this at either Plaza Inn over in Disneyland or the Pacific Wharf Cafe and the Paradise Garden Grill in California Adventure. This item I knew I wanted to try. It is unbelievably pretty. Is the Pixar Lemon Raspberry Cake. Yep, three layers. Three layers. Uh, It's the Pixar Bright Colors of yellow, blue vanilla, and red velvet. And then it had a white frosting a little uh, Pixar ball, like white chocolate, and then there was a raspberry drizzle on the bottom.
0: Which was good. Oh, my gosh. I mean, gosh. the cake itself was delicious. but that raspberry drizzle?
1: That was pretty much what made the whole thing work. Yeah. Now, luckily, because I did go into thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to be really, really sweet. It was surprisingly light and fluffy, yeah. how I described it. It wasn't
0: quite a rainbow cake from uh, King's Hawaiian. Right. But it was the closest thing, too.
1: Now – However, I will say I thought each layer of cake, because it's described differently, would have three distinctive different flavors. I only tasted the lemon.
0: The lemon definitely had a flavor. That was one on top. The blue was just blue. And, you know, red velvet, it can either be a strong, but it's just basically a chocolate flavor.
1: But luckily, the frosting itself, it was a cream cheese frosting, but it was surprisingly, again, it was light. It was very light. So for this being our first thing we ate uh-huh i was like oh good this is not gonna sit like you know
0: <laughs> lead lead in my <laughs>
1: stomach i could eat something else i thought it was a great way to start
0: yeah i i gave this uh overall i gave it a four um and i thought i was being generous because it was the very first thing that i ate but i dug it i i said that the raspberry drizzle really added a nice tart to a sweet cake um and uh what else was nice about it was it was just um it was fun. I'm not really much of a cake
1: person. No, you're not. Person. And yeah. so,
0: for me to be impressed by a slice of cake, that's got to be something. So, a four out of five is about the highest a slice of cake is going to get, unless it's that rainbow cake from Kings Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're open for sponsorship, Kings Hawaiian, if you're listening.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, um, what, 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 what did you rate it, Joe?
1: I rated it a fourth. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you, we kind of agreed on almost everything that
1: day. I, well... <laughs> <laughs> almost,
0: almost everything. Wow. Well. <laughs> um, also, just a little kind of uh, uh, bonus magic, if you will. I, I I love to I love it when cast members just, without even thinking about it, they really show that Disneyland is the place. They love to go above and beyond. We had bought a, uh, a Mike Wazowski sipper cup, and we didn't want to put the drink in it because we were thinking, hmm, you know what, we might keep this, we might give it away we decided you know we we were kind of chatting with the cast member and like oh they're like oh you can put a soda in that we're like ah oh, we we didn't want to and she just without even thinking about it handed us a small drink and said well here you go you can put your soda in that that was sweet that was really cool yeah, yeah that was just unnecessary um it's just that kind of lovely disney magic disney magic bonus magic as <laughs> as i like to call it so that was that all right then we uh, we moved along into um new
1: orleans square cuz we square. were looking for that solely Popcorn Bucket. Uh-huh. We had it, here's the tip for you guys. More than likely, if they're going to be you <laughs> know, low stocked, I'm getting you know outshined here by both meowing Dave <laughs> and meowing Cat. Um, if you're going to try to find that popcorn bucket, you're not going to probably find it on Main Street. The popcorn cart over at Haunted Mansion seems to be the one that has the shortest line and the most likely to have... In stock, that coveted yep. item. And so, sure enough, they did. So, exactly. Hey, so cool. it worked out well. So since we were over there at the churro cart over in New Orleans Square, they had a carrot cake churro.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so d- describe describe the carrot cake churro because this was,
1: well, it's this was your, interesting. It was your typical churro and it was covered in cinnamon sugar. But what made it carrot cake was the dipping sauce, which was a, a carrot... Raising cream cheese dipping sauce. That
0: was good. You had problems get that out that day. You, <laughs> you kept repeating carrot. I raising carrot, raisin,
1: carrot raisin. Why can I not remember carrot? Yeah. So. Now,
0: if, if you were if you were tuning in on our Facebook page, we did a uh, we did we did a first impression video. We love doing first impression churro videos. In fact, we actually went there specifically to do a first impression of the s'more churros.
1: Which was in the same area. Which
0: was in the same area, but they have now been replaced by the carrot cake churros. So, no, sorry, we didn't get to do the s'more churros, but we got to keep it Pixar-themed. What exactly was this Pixar theme? I can't remember what.
1: Wow, I really wish I took notes on that. Yeah, it it had
0: something. They kind of loosely tied it into a a Pixar thing. But uh, we sat down and we did a first impression video. And uh, what, what, what did you think, Joe? What was your first impression of the carrot cake churro?
1: Well, I don't blame carrot cake churro as a whole for this because it just had... <laughs> I think the Dino Cat just threw himself across the, onto the door. I think he
0: exploded out there.
1: <laughs> but the churro was a little stale. And we've had this problem sometimes in Disney. Disney's usually spot on with warm, light churros, but it was a little stale. And the dipping sauce, what threw me off about it was that it was cold.
0: Yeah, they can't really – I mean warm dipping sauce would be a little tough.
1: Well, yeah, but whenever I get carrot cake in a restaurant, I always ask them to warm it up so the cream cheese starts getting a little soft. Oh, and yeah. so that was kind of hard, and it was very, very sweet. It was good, but it was very Super sweet. Super sweet. I could – I barely finished the churro. Yeah, what,
0: what, would you, what did you rate the, 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 the carrot cake churro?
1: I, I gave it a three. It was good, too. but I don't know necessarily I would get it again.
0: Yeah, I, I said it was, it was good frosting uh, by itself – the churro, not fantastic.
1: It was yeah, it was okay. By
0: itself, the frosting, really sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. Add the two
0: together, you, you get average.
1: Now, that time, because usually whenever we go there, we'll each get a churro to try. I really wished on this one we, we had split, split it. it.
0: Yeah. It was the only thing that day that we didn't split, actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we live and learn. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh we did a little bit uh, walked around a bit and uh, eventually we had our reservation for Cafe, Cafe Orleans. Orleans. Yes. And that was where they were doing the three-course ratatouille inspired uh well three-course dinner or lunch, lunch in this case.
1: So the first course was a specialty cheese flight that had dry fruit, it had three types of cheeses and then it had like a little honeycomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one there, uh, I gave it a 3.5. I wish I had more cheese and less fruit. It
0: was a little tiny bit of cheese. Yes. Now, granted we were splitting this. It was, it was a prefix menu. It's, you know, three courses includes your beverage. Um, so for one person, maybe this would have been enough for two people. Even, even the waitress said, if you're still hungry, you can always order more food. Uh, but she was cool enough to let us split everything. Cause we were, you know, doing this for this. Uh, yeah, I, I gave it a four. I'm a, I'm a total sucker for cheese plates, uh, anything like that, and all the stuff around it. The honey was delicious. The little crustinis were fantastic. We
1: needed more crustini.
0: Definitely needed more of those. Uh the brie was my favorite. And I agree. It usually is. Yeah. But all three cheeses were really good. They had a um it was kind of like a like a blue cheese, a brie. Um, a brie and a
1: I think it was like think, a type of cheddar
0: cheddar gouda. Aguda, yeah. But yeah, everything was fantastic. I liked it. Uh, you know, it, it didn't didn't blow me away because it needed to be bigger.
1: hmm Yeah. But then the main entree with the shrimp ratatouille. I gave this one a three.
0: I did too. I, I, I had written down that the sauce was good, the veggies kind of unremarkable.
1: Well, let me um, see. Uh veggie wise, I'm pulling up my notes over here. Yes, I took notes she on did everything. Um uh, The ratatouille was layered with roasted zucchini, yellow squash, eggplant, and tomato. It was beautiful. It really was. Look at it 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 was was one of those you almost didn't want to cut into it because you knew as soon as you cut into it, it's just going to fly everywhere. Yeah, it falls apart. Happened. Uh, Personally, I thought the sauce needed a little bit more of a kick. It, was it could yummy, have used a little bit of a kick. Like, I wanted to put some Tabasco or something else yeah. in it.
0: That's well, just our California palate. This was cringe, so. <laughs> um, honestly, I think what what saved it was the shrimp, the big jumbo prawns. Those were good. They were really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, you know, I think mixing it all together, especially with the sauce, it it, it was nice. I'm not. A vegetarian by any stretch of the imagination, so eating something that is primarily a vegetarian dish was a little weird for me uh, that 's why I say the shrimp saved it had it not been for that i, I don 't think I would have liked it at all, mm-hmm. but overall it was it was tasty, it was good um, and then they brought out the dessert
1: yeah, the dessert was Barry stepier 's a la mode. it was served with a sweet brie drizzle and mascarpone. Oh, now man. this to me i was like I think. This was my favorite sweet thing we had that entire day. Uh, well, I gave it a four.
0: I I was on the fence. Maybe I was a little full. I, I gave it a three. <laughs> I said it was good, but and honestly, and, and I was being honest here in my notes too, I said I was on sweetness overload at that point. Right. We had just finished the, the carrot cake churros and, and, the, the cake. And, and the cake. I was just like – I. Like I didn't want anything well, else sweet.
1: The cool thing about it was that it was not as sweet as it could have been. I think maybe it was the mascarpone cheese For sure. that kind of made it a lighter, and so. I could have eaten that whole thing by myself.
0: Yeah, and the little berries that were stuffed inside the beignets, I thought those were really good. Yes. it was, it was just like this berry compote. Like, that, I
1: almost wish they would have that year round. Take it out of the menu or out of that three course and right? just have it because I would have it again.
0: <laughs> they could put that easily put that on the dessert menu. Yes, and, and we would do that. Yeah. So after that, we were like, "All right, let's let's head on over to uh, California Adventure. If you
1: wanted what, to find all the Pixar yeah, stuff,
0: find all the Pixar stuff over there. And as we were walking through. Johanna got me on this one because <laughs> you had described this to me earlier.
1: I didn't describe it that way. Well. <laughs> and I was really confused.
0: I mean, like, it was a corn dog. And and, and we were joking around about it because it's like, boy, it was a real stretch for them to come up with this. It's
1: an incredible, incredible corn dog. Incredible corn
0: dog. And that yeah. was the only way it possibly tied into a Pixar movie was it I was an think, incredible corn dog. If
1: I remember correctly, that was the only incredible themed food that they might have had in the you're park, right. so they had. A, I'm like, okay, Could be it, wrong, is this but I think supposed you're right. to look like an exclamation point? Like the there you or, go. That's or the eye, the eye in Incredible? It's the exclamation point. I love it. There you go.
0: You should work for Disney. <laughs>
1: so,
0: but uh, so w- what? This is explain what it is because okay. this is just it, it's hard to wrap your brain around this.
1: When I first read it, I thought it was a choice of two different sausages: a hot link and a Cajun chicken sausage. There was also pepper jack cheese. And then a different cornbread batter fried and then stirred with a sweet and spicy black and berry serrano chili sauce. Now, here's the story. When we were standing in line to order this, I said, Oh, we want the hot link one. She went, You get all three flavors, they're layered. So and we like, Scratched her head. What? <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, how do they do this? So we ordered it. And then I think you took the first bite. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the chicken sausage layer.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a hot link layer because it was spicy.
1: Well, I think this whole thing is spicy. It was
0: all spicy. So
1: as we're eating it, we had a few bites in and it was all still this chicken sausage flavor. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Dave took this big bite and went, oh my gosh, because all of a sudden, all the cheese came oozing out of the corn dog.
0: Yeah, I I managed to grab the last bit of the chicken sausage and now there was – it was still about two-thirds of the corn dog. Mm -hmm. And it was just filled with cheese. Yeah,
1: the pepper jack cheese. And that's where it dawned on us that, oh, that's what they mean. It's layered. It's more what I would call tiered.
0: It's tiered. Very good. <laughs> very good. Yes. So
1: at this point, we started getting very excited. because like, oh, my gosh, this is like a meal in entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> she said it was
0: dinner and a show.
1: So we were looking for, okay, hurry up and get to the cheese because we knew what was next with the hot link.
0: Yep. And that's what we were looking forward to the most. And, mm. uh, oh, it did not disappoint. Nothing about this incredible corn dog disappointed. Well, nothing except for the sauce.
1: Yeah. There was, wasn't it,
0: enough of it. It,
1: it, <laughs> it had a nice little heat, like it was advertised, but I didn't really think it added that much to it. Like, I was just also content with eating that spicy corn dog with either ketchup or mustard.
0: And, and we did. We went back and, and got ketchup and mustard for it and, and kind of went half half. But the, yeah, the, the, they, they give you so little of the dipping sauce. We you don't need a it. lot.
1: No, you don't need a lot. I was, you couldn't really dip the corn dog into it because you just get this little battering of sauce on the actual batter, you had to take the uh, cup and kind of pour pour the sauce over the corn dog just to get some flavor. Yeah, for sure. However, to me... This was my favorite savory item, like I gave it a four point five
0: I did too. I yeah. love this one it was It was fantastic, it was great, it was fun to eat, uh, but like I said, the sauce didn 't really add anything, so it didn't get a perfect five for me
1: exactly,
0: and just not enough of it uh, so we were boy, we were stuffed after that corn talk. It was big, but there was one other thing that we absolutely had to try. And that was the Champion Corn Cup over at the Cozy Cone Motel in Carsland.
1: Land. All right. Yeah, definitely. Explain
0: this. Oh,
1: my goodness. Okay. So it's fresh corn. So it's off the cob. You get flavored mayonnaise, cotija cheese, chili lime spice, lime, and lime. And so when we got it, we're like, wow, that's a lot of different stuff sitting there in that corn. It
0: was a lot to take in. <laughs> now, the
1: presentation was beautiful because what they had done was they took that chili lime spice... They kind of put it on one third on top of the cup, and then they have cilantro sprinkled on the other two thirds. Yeah,
0: fresh cilantro.
1: So, if you took a spoonful on the side with the chili lime spice, holy! Oh my my god! And that's exactly what we did.
0: And this goes into <laughs> to, uh, to to Dave's tip of the day: if you're going to get this corn cup, mix it up before you start eating. Otherwise, you are going to bite into a <laughs> mouthful of cheese and spice mm-hmm. that will blow you away I mean
1: it was great but whoa now I will say as much as I loved it I could not eat one of those completely by myself I think that is a best shared foodie thing to try
0: it was small but it was
1: it was potent it was potent <laughs> it was fantastic though okay yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sounding a little scared here no it would I would definitely get it again obviously this one with cocoa inspired
0: yeah and uh, uh yeah I I, I gave this one a four.
1: Okay, I gave this one a four as well. Yeah,
0: it I was really good. This is just and it, and it's a it's tiny too. It's not it's not huge.
1: No, it's not. You can
0: share it. It's it's because it's strong enough. But if you just want to go and grab one, it's not. It's it's definitely a side dish. It's not like the corn dog that was practically now, a meal in and of itself.
1: Before we switch to the next food item, Johanna's a shame. <laughs> Dave and I like to play a game. of, you know, would you eat that for a dollar? Uh-huh. And for some reason, I tend to get the food item that just. Don't end well. Last time I had done all the powdered <laughs> sugar from the chili lime beignet that was still sitting in the bag. And this time there were the last dregs of the corn, but then all that mayonnaise and tahini was still sitting on the bottom. So Dave's like, hey, you want to shoot that? No problem. I'll do it. And I was fine when I put it in my mouth until Dave – what was it that you said? (laughs) I said, you know, you're just
0: drinking straight mayonnaise. And
1: that's where I started having problems because all of a sudden the tahini started kicking in. I had practically spit (laughs) out the corn. The (laughs) tahini went up my nose, and now I'm like sniffling tahini snot. It was
0: Bad. you were crying like <laughs>
1: i was crying, I was getting tajin, you were crying t-
0: tears of tahin <laughs> oh I, I i gotta tell you it's it, it's it's funny to me we've been together for almost 25 years joe and i can still get you to shoot corn out of your nose laughing so hard <laughs> so that absolutely made my
1: day i gotta stop doing these food challenges with you if you're allowed to do commentary i gotta i gotta that side kills me. laughing so hard <laughs> i was really glad there was no one there because if they were watching this they've been like is she okay <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh man, that was yeah. That that was that was one of my favorite parts of the day, right there. It was awesome. All right, so we we finished up California Adventure. We came back to Disneyland.
1: And we, we knew there were a we few things do. we had to try. So yes. we were trying to pace this out, going, okay, how many sweet things do we have left versus how many savory Yeah, we were like, okay, we, we got
0: two and two. We can exactly. do this. Exactly. And one of them we were going to try was the lemon up inspired churro.
1: Yes, this one was found at the churro cart by Sleeping Beauty's Castle. And this is the lemon sugar churro with multicolored fruity cereal that crumbles like around it. I had heard really from a front of ours on our facebook page like oh this one's amazing and all that so i really went into it with like okay this one's gonna be epic yeah i've been into it and uh, the flavor was not as strong as i hoped to be
0: i i gave this one a two i, just I gave said, it a two as I well. Said, meh
1: Exactly. It was That's exactly special. what I wrote on my notes too with <laughs> it meh. meh.
0: It was nothing special. I mean, you know, the- had it
1: been like strong flavors, maybe bigger chunks, let's just say it's fruity pebbles.
0: Now, somebody somebody told me and granted it was a frontline cast member and if you know the 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 old uh, adage, I'm not going to say it here, but uh, frontline cast members don't always know what they're talking about. They had said that at the other churro cart at the front of Main Street, it was supposed to come with a dipping sauce.
1: Um, that would have been good. I didn't Maybe see the like sauce. No, I didn't see the dipping sauce either and a like a chocolate dipping sauce. According to my notes that I had read is that the churro cart that Dave's referring to on the beginning of Main Street was the same churro at the churro cart that we ate at in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle. So yeah. I think they're serving this Laman Churro in two locations.
0: Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. We have to go back and find out for sure.
1: Okay. But then I think we had gone on Pirates of the Caribbean. So we were in that Frontierland, New Orleans Square area. Yep. So we tried a um, recommendation from somebody we met there with the Coco Churro.
0: The Coco Churro. Everybody was talking yes. about this. From the time when we did our first uh, video on – the
1: um carrot cake churro the
0: carrot cake churro there was a couple sitting at the table right uh, behind our, our camera and after they heard us and we were joking around with them they said have you tried the cocoa churro mm-hmm. and uh, they said well it, you're you're really gonna like it especially if you like mexican hot chocolate
1: which immediately both dave and i went well we don't really like don't mexican care for hot it too chocolate. much but <laughs> I, I think
0: honestly i and I, I thought it was just more of a texture thing with that because mm-hmm. the mexican hot chocolate can kind of have that it, it's 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 a little thicker than, than your regular hot chocolate, and it just kind of was kind of weird. But we're like, hey, you know what? This is another Mm -hmm. one of those things.
1: For podcast
0: research, we'll eat anything.
1: So the Coco Churro is located in the Frontierland Churro cart, and it was a chocolate churro with chocolate powder, salted cinnamon sugar, and then there was a Mexican chocolate dipping sauce. Yep. Now, as soon as they bit into this churro, I went, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. The flavor on the churro to me was so good. Now, I love... You know, salty and sweet mixed in. I love salted caramel. So mm-hmm. to me, the salted cinnamon sugar with such a nice contrast. But then as soon as I dipped it into the Mexican dipping sauce, I was like, nope, done. Not a fan. Yeah. Something about it. I couldn't even tell you exactly what it was about that dipping sauce. I pretty much after that first bite just ate the rest of the churro as just is, just plain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
0: I, I kind of I kind of said the same thing. Now, now for me, you've always been into uh, salted caramel and that kind of thing. I'm not really a fan, uh, so I normally wouldn't have tried this, but. For you guys, I did, and <laughs> it was good. It was the, the saltiness it was, it, to me. It's, it's just a little weird. It's that whole salty sweet combination. See, this is
1: where we have opposite opinions. We do, we exactly. do exactly, and that's so okay. I gave it a three point five.
0: I gave it a three point five because no. by itself it was good, but man, yeah, no, I, I would have given it
1: probably if I had to eat it with that dipping salt, I would have dropped it down to a two. It would have been like a one and a half two. Exactly. Yeah, it was not
0: good. It's just my personal thing, um, but uh, yeah. That was it.
1: I think then we watched the fireworks. We did. And then we knew we had one more item we had to try.
0: (laughs) Because everybody who has been to Pixar Fest before us, and there's a few people, they all were raving about this particular item. And neither one of us, again, could get our heads around this.
1: I have seen pictures on it, and I'm like, no, no,
0: no. (laughs) Nothing
1: about this sounds right. I mean, it doesn't look good. The description threw me off. So let's just get into it. Um over at Alien Pizza Planet in Tomorrowland, they had a cheeseburger pizza.
0: Cheeseburger pizza. Uh, now, okay, I could I could understand if you're gonna take a pizza and you were gonna put slices of cheeseburger on top of it as a topping. That's fine. That makes slices sense. Slices of
1: cheese oh, I mean like actual patties. Like
0: like patties. Oh, okay. Like like a hamburger pizza. I
1: thought you literally sliced into a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah. from like top to bottom and you're putting it well, on Well, that's the- kind of <laughs> what this was.
0: This was Everything that you would find on a cheeseburger, including...
1: Well, let's go into the <laughs> full description. Okay. Ketchup, which I'm like, okay. What? That's okay. Yellow mustard. No. No. Pizza sauce. Okay. Sesame seed crust. Okay. Topped with American and cheddar cheese. Cool with that. Caramelized onions. Yum. Diced tomatoes. Okay. Slider patties. Well, there's your beef. There you go. Housemade burger sauce. Huh? Huh? And the last item, which I'm like, no no, slices of pickles.
0: Pickles. Pickles on pizza. So, That's almost as bad as broccoli on pizza. Now
1: I knew we were to videotape this one and just looking at it, I'm like, I'm gonna end up spitting this out and this is to be captured on film. Yep. And I mean you were hesitant on the fence about it too. Until until Dave tried it first. Well, first, we and were smelling I, it. Yeah, to me, you thought it smelled good. All I could smell with pickles.
0: <laughs> well, you were dreading the pickles. You don't like pickles.
1: I don't like pickles. So, but again, we're walking.
0: We're walking yeah. back to. We're, we're finding. we finding a chair, and you know, we're getting. The, you're taking your picture and all that stuff the entire time. I'm smelling this thing. I'm like. It smells really good.
1: See, that's where I disagree because I don't like pickle. <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I was smelling just cheeseburger and cheeseburger toppings. So here we go. We filmed a video of this one. You can get our first reaction on this. I took a bite and – You
1: practically were like smiling and like cra- cheering. You were so happy. It
0: so good. I can't believe it. Everybody who, who saw my reaction, they're like, welcome to the other side, Dave. I dug it. It was – my opinion was more like a cheeseburger – with pizza sauce than Mm -hmm. it was a pizza with cheeseburger topping. So that's kind of the way I was looking at it. And it, it was so good. I gave this one a five. I did. I bumped it up from even what I said on the video. I gave it a five.
1: (laughs) I have no idea. You gave it a five. Wow. I
0: did. I did. I love this. I would totally get it again. Okay. And not only that, the, the, the sesame seed, uh, crust. That was tasty. was so good. It was so good.
1: I tasted it next and, I mean, I went to this a lot more hesitant than you did, but as soon as I took that first bite, once I got over the pickle flavor, mm-hmm. it was surprisingly good. I was surprised. <laughs> I mean, I was shocked. Considering how many ingredients are in this, and there's a lot, it's almost yeah. like it's going to be such a contrast of flavors. They all melted really well together, with the exception, if I could just take off the pickles. You could just take off
0: the pickles. And th- those, those would be the easiest thing to take exactly. off. Exactly. They, they were sitting on top. It's not like they were like mixed in so with the sauce. it
1: all worked. I agree with you. The crust was fantastic. Um... I probably myself would not order it again just because it was it was just my brain has a hard time when certain <laughs> food items are mixed together. Kinda like that um popcorn lemonade. I just I like I was so confused. And so I'm eating this going, it needs to be a burger. I'm like this is I don't get it. So that's a personal thing. I would encourage everybody else to try it. I gave it a 3.5. Yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. The biggest thing that that we disagreed on the whole day. Um, So uh, that was all of the Pixar uh, Fest food that we tried. We're Mm -hmm. definitely going to go back and try some more. Maybe we'll put back
1: so Many more yeah. that we didn't even touch. There's a lot more desserts um, over in California Adventures. If you love Mexican food, there was a lot a ton of, of cocoa, cocoa inspired savory eats. I mean, definitely, if you go back again, I would almost say let's make it a challenge and try all the stuff that we did not totally try. I'm, there's I'm enough there's I'm totally enough it. so we might end up doing a podcast, pixar Fest
0: eat it part two
1: part two exactly <laughs> but there coming. was something that i did not think we'd be able to try because it's so coveted that's not pixar themed right that we got lucky we're
0: gonna do a bonus eat it section here yes. and we did a bonus video as well
1: now while standing in line to get that lemon churro now this i had heard about ahead of time but i had heard it was almost impossible to eat and people were getting almost crazy almost impossible yeah you yep. can eat it if you get oh, it. oh of course so, when I happened to see this line while we were waiting in a different line for the lemon chero, I went, Dave, Dave, find out if that's the line for this item. And so he went there while I was standing in line for the lemon chero. Then he texted me, going, It's it. When you're done, get in line. And And what what is that item, Joe? The Pineapple dough Whip Donut. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Now, this item comes out two times a day. It's at the donut cart that, once again, is by Sleeping Beauty's Castle. That
0: sells all those funky, crazy, weird donuts.
1: Exactly. Kind of like the voodoo donuts that you can get. It's the voodoo donuts of Disney. Now, um, I've seen pictures and videos of people posting how long the line is going (laughs) to get these donuts. People
0: have been waiting over an hour for this donut. Right.
1: And so I think it comes out in the morning. I think I've heard people talk that it's available at opening. Probably first thing in the morning, so yeah. So you, you, you get there early, you watch the rope drop, then you pretty much head over and get the <laughs> right donut. And then the second time it comes out, is around 5 o'clock. Yep. So when we were standing in line, because we were at California Adventure at 5 o'clock, when we finally got to back to Disneyland.
0: It was just after 7. It was 7.30. Well, 7.30 when we filmed the video, but it was just after 7 when we got so, in line.
1: Dave got online, and what they did, what the cast member would hand you a voucher, and then basically the voucher guaranteed you were going to get a donut. And I think you said that you can get two donuts per transaction? Every
0: person can get two donuts. Yeah, two donuts per transaction. We, we got were, one. We were nice. We yeah. just got one. We just
1: got one, and then we immediately ran over to Ranch of the Zoclo so we could have a table, get a fork and knife because the thing was huge. Yeah. And then videotape our reaction. It
0: wasn't necessarily huge. It was just that 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 dollop of the well, of, of, of the, the, the the topping, which has made it gigantic. Let
1: me describe what it is. It's a I guess you can call it a white donut, a, a vanilla donut, cake donut, a cake mm-hmm. donut. It had a lemon or a yellow glaze on top, and then it had a marshmallow meringue um, in the center. And then I'll go into the third. Sorry, the other <laughs> secret ingredient. In a second, if you
0: watch our video, you can you can see that we totally screwed up while while eating this thing.
1: So that's all I thought it was. So we, I basically cut into it and then I split it in half. So when we took a forkful, I'm like that's it. No, I, no. My first reaction, again, I'm going into this with a bias. I don't like marshmallow flour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was abundantly clear by your expression on your face. Uh, so that
1: was a uh oh. Yeah. But, I mean, you liked it. I liked it. I thought, hey, you know what?
0: The, the donut's okay. Again, it's, it's not like you're getting a fresh donut from, you know, Krispy Kreme or someplace like that that's coming right out of the oven or even voodoo donuts. It's, it's just more of a, you know, it's been sitting around for a while. It gets a little stale. It's not, mm-hmm. wasn't, It wasn't stale. It was just and manufactured to me, I,
1: I'm uh. like, okay, do I taste pineapple in the yellow glaze? I, I like
0: the yellow glaze. I thought glaze, that was really but good. But I was
1: a little confused going, what's the hype over this donut? Like I totally – like. and I was saying this on the first video. I said, you know what it needs? It needs a pineapple filling yeah. or a pineapple jam. So we had filmed the first video and that was it. But then Dave kept eating it. All of a sudden, he's like – I found the magical ingredient, <laughs> and it turned out to be a pineapple filling. <laughs> and it was; it was; a, it was
0: like a jelly-filled donut, but it was filled with this pineapple-y goodness. And
1: and once you get into that, the donut became so much better, magical. <laughs> and I'm like, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: if, if you're not into uh, marshmallow fluff, take the marshmallow. Fluff we did off. end up
1: taking the remainder. We, we off. took it
0: off and just enjoy this this great jelly filled, pineapple filled, you know, jelly donut. And it was
1: it's messy. It was I mean, really good. If, if I had to eat yeah. it sitting on a bench, like some people did, oh, yeah, it yeah. would have been, you would have had just donut and <laughs> donut face everywhere. But since we had split it and we were sitting with a fork and knife, fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah, You got to, you got to try it. And it's uh, if you can get it, I, I gave it a 3.5. Three point five. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we went back to agreeing on this one, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. The marshmallow didn't add anything to it. Almost like it almost would have been better. Okay, that cat is going nuts out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's knocking things over. Um, had it been like maybe,
1: maybe a meringue. A a, yes,
0: that that yeah. would have been cool. And there goes my phone. <laughs>
1: So – and I almost wish we didn't have to dig so much into it to discover this pineapple filling. Maybe if they had filled it just a little bit more so you can get in those first couple bites and then you discover it. We ended up adding an addendum video to our first one <laughs> going, that okay. We,
0: we filmed sideways. So our,
1: sorry. Like, my bad. I discovered this. Okay. Made the donut better. So – but. It's one of the things where if the line's not too bad or if you're willing to wait in it, if you can get that purple voucher, I say try it. Yeah. Now this is not part of Pixar Fest, so you'll probably have some time to get it.
0: As long as they've got the donuts and exactly. they're gonna keep bringing them out. They're so like I said, they're
1: our tip, two times a day. Try to get in that line early. That's it.
0: So this uh, on on this day, just uh, we we did this on the on the food and wine. You know, it can be an expensive day. We definitely recommend splitting as much as you can. You're going to be full. You don't need to eat another meal. Um, we spent between the two of us about 130 dollars total on food and lots of bottles of water. Yeah, it was a high
1: end, but it's one of the things where y- if you're going to do it, go for yeah. it. I mean. I think, and that
0: was that was including though that was including a full sit down service at Cafe yes. Orleans. That we, was almost half the budget. If there. we didn't
1: do Cafe in Orleans with a three course meal, it would have been a lot less. A lot less. Yeah. So there's my tip for you. But definitely, um, if you're a foodie like us, this is something you got to do. Yeah,
0: for sure. So that is that is it with all the stuff that we ate. Oh man, I'm still full. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's that time of year again. Time for the Disney Challenge. What is the Disney Challenge? Well, the Disney Challenge is a strategic team scavenger hunt trivia-style event with a warped sense of humor. It happens twice a year, and our Spring Challenge is happening on Sunday, June 10th at Disneyland. Registration opens on April 27th and will close on May 25th. Go to thedisneychallenge.com for details on how to play, register a team, check out our past challenges, and get yourself ready for the 2018 Disney Challenge. Keep up to date with all things Disney Challenge by following the Disney Challenge on Facebook. Good luck, and we'll see you at the 2018 Disney Challenge. Let's talk about uh, how you can get in touch with us. We, of course, uh, are are available – you can go to com. This is where we post our podcast. And, of course, we'll post some news and and good stuff there as well. You can also get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook is probably our most active for everything regarding the Disney Challenge and now the Disney Challenge podcast. Of course, everything goes up on Twitter as well. Twitter is the only thing that is not the Disney Challenge. Twitter is just at Disney Challenge. And then we decided we have had – we figured out actually – Rediscover we
1: I've had I've known this for a while. <laughs> you go
0: hey you know we have an Instagram right? Yeah. Oh we do. We haven't really been using that for the Disney Challenge itself. So we decided to make it uh, the Disney Challenge Instagram is now going to be all things regarding to the uh, regarding the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we kind of did follow our adventures of the podcast. Everything we did at Pixar Fest it's all up there on our Instagram feed, and uh, that's just another way you can get an. And
1: choice. that is the Disney Challenge. That is
0: the Disney Challenge.
1: And I believe we're going to. Um, leaked on our website. I don't know where else you can do it. We are going to post some of the pics of the food that we tried there. So if you want to take a look to see what we had.
0: Yeah, well they're all we up on they're all up on Instagram. We'll we'll add a couple to the show notes, but And
1: then just as a as we end up with the Pixar fest, it is going from now until September 3rd. Yep. So there's plenty of time to get there.
0: Yes, indeed. And, oh, my God, that cat is going to burst through the
1: door. <laughs> it's just... it's going to be a, sy- a scene out of the, the shiny in a <laughs> <Seriously>. second. <laughs> He's going to grab
0: an axe. He can't stand it. We've been doing this for over an hour. So here it comes. Here it comes, the cat. All right. But here's
1: the bonus thing that we, we're probably not going to be doing at every podcast, but I'm very excited about it.
0: Yeah, we have decided that we are going to do a contest. Mm-hmm. And it's our first contest. I, I love these. Anytime podcasts do a contest, it's just a cool way to get people involved. And what we're obviously doing right now, this is just our fourth podcast. Podcast. We're trying to build an audience. We're obviously starting with all of you who play the Disney challenge. We want you guys to listen and eventually it's going to spread out and there's going to be more people out there listening and who knows, maybe that'll encourage people to play the Disney challenge. But we decided that for our very first contest, what we need right now, most of all is we need listens, of course, downloads, but most of all, we need reviews. Reviews on iTunes. And so what we decided we're going to do is we are going to – well, why don't we talk about what we're giving away, inspire them, and then we'll talk about how we're going to do the contest.
1: Well, because it's the new thing, we had to do something that was Pixar Fest inspired, and I wanted to give away something that was a rare coveted item.
0: We were hoping we'd be able to get in touch with this. This
1: was one of those, if we can find it, let's get it. And what I'm talking about is the Sully Popcorn Bucket. <laughs> yes,
0: of course. Yes. The Sully Popcorn Bucket. And as an extra added bonus, it is a clean Sully Popcorn Bucket. We
1: did not get popcorn. We did not get the popcorn <laughs> in
0: it. We, get, we got that on the side. But, uh, yes, so we've got a brand new Sully Popcorn Bucket just for one of you. And we are going to be giving that away. We are going to be shipping it out to whoever can give us a review. Well, not whoever can give us a review. Here's what we're going to do. I figured out what we're going to do, Johanna, for this contest. If you write us a review on iTunes between now and the next podcast that we have dropped because we are going to announce the winner on the next podcast – well, we will do we give, have an
1: idea when that podcast might come out? Uh,
0: well, let's see. We're doing something really cool around May fourth, so it'll probably be that weekend. Okay. Uh, so you have about two, maybe three weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't. I don't even know what date it is. You got about like two or three weeks, unless we do another one in between. Gotcha. Uh, but we'll definitely give you a warning. You want to do this as soon as possible because the next podcast that drops, we're announcing the winner.
1: And then we're going to pick a, win- a winner at random. We're right? going
0: to pick a winner at random. Here's what we're going to do. For, um, I, I can't say you know. Give us a five star review. Well, that's and, not fair. And that's, that's... that's not fair. You got to be honest with those reviews, but of course you want to encourage more five-star reviews than anything else. So what we're going to do is you are going to get one entry into our contest for every star review you give us. So if you give us a five-star review, you get five entries.
1: You're totally bribing.
0: (laughs) Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not, but ultimately that's,
1: that's that's what it is. Yes.
0: And it is. uh, So basically get yourself an entry. Uh, You can only obviously leave one review, but, uh, uh, I know
1: that? What if they use a different email?
0: If they use a different email, we'll figure it out. We're going to probably read the review and say, who wrote this? We'll get in touch with you somehow, but we are going to let you know, and we are going to give you this popcorn bucket. It is yours. Write us a review. We really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we'll get... <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it onto the what's, what's hopefully new and noteworthy would, on podcast. This
1: would work so we can do this again. Not yeah. on would.
0: Yeah. If it does work, we're going to give away more uh, more prizes yeah. in the very near future because we've we got some other cool stuff We may to have gathered
1: more Pixar stuff. We
0: might have. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that real soon. So uh, that is it. I think we've done a great job on this one. Do you have anything left, Johanna?
1: No, this was a great time. I think we gave a lot of information. So hopefully if you're going to go check this out. We gave you a lot of tips and advice. Yes. That you'll have a
0: great time. Check out Pixar Fest from now until September 3rd. Right. So with that, for the Disney
1: Challenge Podcast, I'm Dave. And I'm Johanna. And Johanna, sign us off. Of course. May your churros, whichever one you get now, may be warm. Your pineapple dough whip, donut or whip, be cold. Well, not a cold donut. <laughs> and may your day be sprinkled with Disney magic.
0: Of course. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. And have a great
1: night. Take care.